I'm pulling my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another drive to work. Okay. So, uh, not too long ago for me, but probably a bit longer for you guys, I wrote an article called Evergreen Eggs and Ham, where I went through all the corsets and talked about the addition and removal of different evergreen keyword abilities and actions. So today, I'm going to sort of uh, do the podcast version of that article. Um, I'll get, be able to give you some extra info because a uh, podcast allows that. Um, and I forgot one, which I will fix. I'll, I'll correct the mistake I made in the original article. Um, it's, it was a small mistake, but I did make a mistake. Okay. Number one. So let's start with alpha. Oh, well, actually, let's start with what is the difference between a keyword ability and a keyword action. So a keyword ability is a thing. It is usually something that is on a spell, usually a permanent, uh, not necessarily always a permanent. I think, I think you can have abilities on non-permanents, but mo- mostly, pretty much for the purposes of these stories, most of them go on creatures. Um, and then keyword actions, so keyword abilities are nouns, keyword abilities are verbs. So they're things that you do, and that they're different game terms. So what I'm going to do today is, I'm going to go through each of the core sets... Um, and talk about how, uh, what evergreen ability or action got added or subtracted. Uh, I'm only going to talk about the relevant ones. If nothing got added or subtracted, I'll skip it. Um, but I'm going to talk about all the different ability words and, um, uh, different action, different keyword abilities and keyword actions, uh, that have been evergreen in magic. There's a lot of them. But I will cover them all today, I hope. Okay. So, in alpha... Every, a lot of things were added. One, two, three, four. There were six uh, keyboard abilities added, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, there were eleven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, I think eleven added. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Banding. Okay, so banding. I did an entire podcast on banding. So if you really want to know more about banding. Um, Richard liked the idea, especially in white, of a means by which little things could come together to help fight big things. And so he made banding, mostly as the flavor of white is all about lots of little creatures that, that band together. And so Richard wanted to capture that. Um, banding was, I think, mostly in white. There was one rare green card in alpha, but it was mostly a white thing. First strike. So Richard also wanted to show, um... The idea of things that were good fighters that either had some sort of speed or agility or some sort of ranged weapon. Um, and that was First Strike. Um, first Strike in Alpha showed up uh, in White and Black, I believe. First, uh, White Knight and Black Knight, I think, had First Strike. Uh, eventually, it would drift over to Red to become a White Red ability. Uh, but in the early days, mostly Knights had it, so it was in White and Black. Next is Flying. Um, flying was... Probably the most like uh, the game needed evasion. What kind of evasion could you have? Oh, some things can fly, and things on the ground would probably not be able to block things that can fly. So it's just a very natural evolution. And flying was of all the ability keyboards added, the one used the most. Uh, still, the one we use the most today. It's just a very flexible, easy ability to use. Um, in fact, flying is the when I talk about vanilla, where there's no keywords, we almost consider French vanilla flying like it's almost like. Almost vanilla. It's that close to being vanilla. We use it enough, and it's pretty simple that uh, it is the closest thing we have to vanilla in the French vanilla space. Landwalk. Um, well, Richard wanted to make sure there was enough evasion, so Landwalk keyed off particular land. So uh, I think 
I think the first set actually had every single landwalk. Alpha had every single landwalk but planeswalk. Um, so it, it had forest walk and mountain walk and swamp walk and island walk. Um, he used island walk, by the way, to also sort of flavor things that were water bound. Um, so things that sort of could swim through water, you know, uh, if you had water, you couldn't catch them. They'd swim through your water, whatever. Um, next, protection. Protection was... I remember it was just in white. It for sure was in white and alpha. Um, protection was a means by which you got protected. Um, the funny thing about protection is the rules of protection in the early days really fuzzy. I mean, for example, in alpha, uh, at the time, or actually, sorry, in beta, one, one, circle protection black was accidentally left on alpha, but was put into, um, was put into, uh, um, or no, actually, not, not circle protection black. All you need is circle protection well, 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 the idea is having a black creature protection from white. Um, I guess, oh, right, right, sorry. Uh, black knight had protection from white, so there was at least a black creature with protection. Um, okay, so if you, had black, uh, if you had black knight with protection from white, and you cast Wrath of God that destroyed all creatures, in alpha, it didn't destroy the black knight. Because the way protection originally worked was, nothing of that color can affect this in any way. Uh, it was kind of vague, we're just like, I wrath, well, can't affect me. And, like, there were weird things, like, Balance had this weird thing, what they used to call semi-targeted, where, like, Balance knew it was there for counting, but couldn't destroy it. Anyway, very... Protection uh, in 6th edition rules would finally get sort of hammered out, but... um, Anyway, it was there to represent sort of, um, you know, that you you can't be harmed by certain things. And Trample, that's the last keyword ability. Trample, obviously, I'm big enough that even if you sort of get something in my way, I will trample over you. Um, trample is interesting, by the way. One of the things people don't really think about is the word chosen for abilities. One of the things we like is we like the keyword abilities to be nouns because you gain the abilities and you have the abilities. Um, it's funny. I think a lot of people, when you use a word enough, you stop thinking about it. But trample is not actually a noun. You don't, you don't have the ability of trample. I mean, we think of it as a noun because it's a keyword ability, but it's actually a verb. And so... Um, anyway, that's one of those ones, like, flying, if we had to start all over again, would probably be flight. It'd be the noun version. I understand flying's a gerund, so it's sneakily kind of a, a noun. Um, but anyway, uh, those are the keyword abilities. So let's talk about the keyword actions. First, anti. So anti, I don't know, maybe one day we'll do a whole podcast on anti. Anti was, when Richard started the game, I've talked about this, that he really wanted to make sure there was flow, because he didn't expect people to have as many cards as they ended up having. And anti meant there was flow between games, so the cards were changing hands, so that just the environment kept changing as people's decks were sort of forced to change, was the idea. Uh, anti was not well-received, not, not at all well-received. Um, in fact, I mean, remember when I was, like, learning how to play, the guy who was teaching me how to play goes, okay, we're not playing for anti. Like, he's teaching me how to play. I don't even know what anti is, but we're not doing it. Um, and early, early magic, like, you would sit down and go, okay, we're not playing for anti. Very few people played for Auntie. Now, I did have a friend who had a store who we used to go play at a store, and once a month would be Auntie Night. We'd have to play Auntie. Um, and I had this little black deck that was using all the black Auntie cards that uh, was this very powerful deck that just didn't have all that much I could lose in it. So if I lost an Auntie, it wasn't, wasn't super traumatic. Okay, next, Cast. Um, this is a funny one because Cast... Well, we'll get to it. So Cast, uh, basically when you cast a spell... Um, that just things that refer to when you cast a spell. Counter, uh, counter meant like a counter a spell. 
you know, to, to stop stalls. I mean, Richard liked the idea of there being uh, uh, interplay and that I could stop what you were doing, so the idea of counterspells came up. Destroy, where you had to get rid of things, so destroy was there very early. Um, discard. Um, discard, the idea of making you take a card from your hand and, and uh, discard it was early. There was a lot of uh, vague terminologies of what destroy and discard, and I think Alpha even had a few references where you were discarding something, meaning destroy it rather than discard it. But anyway... Eventually, destroy would mean take from the battlefield and put it into the graveyard, uh, where discard would mean take it from the hand and put it into the graveyard. Okay, play. Uh, originally, the battlefield was not called the battlefield. It was, uh, well, actually, well, you would play, uh, you'd put things into play, and you would play spells. You would play land. Um, I guess this is a keyword action, so this is not talking about the noun of the battlefield. That wasn't a keyword action. So this is like playing a spell, play a land. Um, cast and play were both used very early on and later on they would clarify a little more what they meant regenerate, a lot of people think of this as being a keyword ability but it's actually a keyword action um, I mean it was an ability in an early game but still it wasn't that the, the creature had the ability to regenerate it didn't have regeneration technically um, but anyway, I'm splitting hairs uh, regenerate was the idea of this idea that I can heal from things or I can come back from the dead in black, the idea was you kill a dead thing and it just comes back to life again. And in green, it healed real quick. So black had, like, regenerating skeletons, where green had, like, regenerating trolls. So they were slightly different. Next, search. Well, if you wanted to go into your library and find a particular card, you had to search your library. So this is a word to let you be able to go find that. I think the only thing you search is the library. Next, shuffle. Well, if you were going to mess with your library, we had to make sure it got randomized again. So uh, whenever you search, you would shuffle. Um, one of my ideas, which has never caught on, is the idea that shuffling should not actually be a game term, but be a rules term. And what that means is you say whenever you go into your library, you know, wherever you search your library, the game just makes you shuffle. So we don't write it on the cards. It's just searching the library comes with it in the rules, shuffle your library. Um, but anyway, I can't convince people to do that because they, they're worried that since we set it on some cards, we don't set it on others. They go, oh, I guess I don't have to shuffle. Finally, two words, but they're related. Tap and untap. So this is something that started in the beginning of the game. Note, the tap symbol did not start in alpha. The tap symbol didn't start for a little bit. But the idea of tap this or untap this. In fact, there was no, um, there was no tap symbol, so early magic would literally tell you to tap it. Like, as a cost, it would say, tap this creature or whatever. The only exception was in artifacts, there were different kind of artifacts, and one artifact, which was a mono artifact, by default had a tap, even though there wasn't a tap symbol on it. One of the things you'll find when you look at early magic, I mean, magic is awesome things. Richard did, out of the gate, you know, hit so many things correctly. But there were a lot of little tiny things that we would clean up over the years. Um, And a lot of it was just making things a little cleaner and clearer and having everything work the same way. Okay, so now we get to revised. So in revised, we add two things. First, we added bury. So bury means destroy and you cannot regenerate. For some reason, we really loved hosing regenerate. Uh, I guess tear did it and just we somehow felt like it was just the thing black did and killed it and then you couldn't regenerate. Um, and so we made a word for it, which was bury, which means to destroy and not be able to regenerate. Um, it's kind of surprising we made a keyword out of it. I'm kind of surprised we did it that many times that we needed to keyword it, but we did. Uh, and the other thing that got added was sacrifice. So both bury and sacrifice obviously are keyword actions. There were no keyword abilities added. Um, sacrifice, the funny thing is, Alpha has the card sacrifice. 
Yet the term sacrifice wasn't in alpha. Didn't show up to revised. Um, they definitely, like, they would just spell it out, you know, put a creature you have in play into the graveyard. Um, but the actual term sacrifice wouldn't come to later. Uh, it became important because we use it as a cost. It's something that, uh, it, it became a little more uh, formalized, which was good. Okay, nothing got removed from revised. Let's get a fifth edition. Two things got added. One was land home. So this was also in alpha on Sea Serpent. Um, and the idea with land home was there were creatures, usually in blue. Uh, land, usually island home was the most common, although there was a forest home creature, at least one. Um, what it meant was if you had island home, for example, A, um, you could not be blocked if your opponent had... I'm sorry, you could only attack if your opponent had islands, and this creature was sacrificed if you don't have islands. So the flavor was it was a, a water-bound creature, sea serpent, right? That, and that, well, if you don't have islands, it, it can't survive. It needs water to survive in. And if they don't have islands, well, it can't attack them unless it could swim there. Um, and so the idea was this is weird restriction. It was flavorful, but the gameplay was not particularly good. Because, um, A, you had weird things, right? Stone rain, you're one thing, and then your creature dies, and that had this extra weakness to it. And then only being able to attack your opponent had the right thing. You know, I don't know. It, 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 it's not that we... It was... It's not the kind of thing we couldn't occasionally do, but having a keyword would seem a bit much. Anyway, but we added it. We added. You'll see later we remove it. But anyway, we added it. Land home got added. Um, and like land walk, it was land home, which meant fill in any land type you want. You know, it could, you could make island home or swamp home or forest home. I think island home and forest home were the only two we ever used, I think. Finally, the, next is the one I forgot in my article. We actually added Rampage as an evergreen uh, mechanic for a short time. Rampage, for the first time, showed up in Legends. Um, And what Rampage said was, whenever you are blocked by more than one creature, for each additional creature that blocks you, the creature gets plus one, plus one. So the idea was, if you had a Rampaging creature, it was hard to multiply block them. Um, The problem was, in Rampage, this is the only time Rampage shows up is in 5th edition, and then... it's removed right away. Um, the problem was it was so limiting. Just people do not block with more than one creature all that often. So right off the bat, and had an ability that doesn't get happen that often. And um, it, like one of the things we realized, but if we're going to do Rampage again, the way I would do Rampage is just, it gets plus one, plus one for every blocker. Oh, it gets plus one, plus one for the first blocker, so it always matters in blocking. But A, it becomes extra harder to multi-block. Anyway, how I would do Rampage if we brought Rampage back. Okay, now we get to 6th edition. 6th edition is when the 6th edition rules happened, so a lot of change happened during this. So for those that are unaware, the 6th edition rules were a major overhaul of the rules. In fact, the rules pretty much early on in Magic were a lot of case-by-case basis, a lot of band-aids, and, and we said, okay, we got to smooth this out. we got to make the rules all work the same. And so 6th edition uh, introduced concepts like the stack to Magic, last in, first out, and a lot of, like, it, it cleaned up how things work, how protection worked, and things like that. It... It did a lot of important work cleaning things up. Okay, so four things got added. One ability and three actions. Okay, so haste got added. So haste was in alpha. Um, there was a card called Nether Shadow that was black, actually, uh, that could come back from the graveyard and could attack the turn you got came into play, so it could attack right away. Um, haste was something that we pretty much... like. We were using it kind of like an evergreen keyword, it, it was being put on cards all the time. Uh, I think originally we would say, you know, card name um, is unaffected by summoning sickness. I think is how we said it originally. Um, but the term summoning sickness kind of went away. So then we, we said, can attack or use abilities that turn it is played. 
anyway, uh, we said, you know what? We use this all the time. We should just make a keyword out of it. So, um, uh, I forget. Uh, uh, the article I talked about, what is the first core set to have the ability? So, uh, the ability was added somewhere around 6th edition. So, 6th edition rules were um, Mirage era. So, I'm not sure it got... It might have just got added during the 6th edition rules. I'm, I'm not sure. It's somewhere around there. Um, okay. Activate got added. So, the idea that when you used uh, an ability uh, on a creature, that was an activated ability and you would activate it. And I think the term activated abilities might have pre-existed, but the idea of activate happened here. It's possible this is also where the term activated abilities came from. But anyway, all of a sudden you could activate something. That was now a, a verb in the game. Exchange. Um, this was an ability that pre-existed the word. Um, juxtapose showed up in Legends, for example. Um, but, um... I think just, yeah, juxtapose was Legends, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, um... The idea was exchange just means that I have something and you have something, and we trade them. That uh, Usually you tend to exchange the same card type, not necessarily, uh, but usually it'll be like, uh, you and target player exchange a creature, or something like that. Uh, or that, that might be targeted for the creatures. But anyway, um, exchange came in, and the last one was reveal. So the idea was, if I... One of the things we want to differentiate is the difference between look and reveal. Um... So look just means you look at the top card of your library. Reveal means you have to show it to everybody else. Um, interestingly, look is not considered a keyword action. It's considered English. If I tell you to look at a card, well, look at it. Uh, but reveal is a game action, which means you must show it to everybody else. That the, the English word look means... That's one of the things that can get confusing sometimes. Is There's some words that aren't technically keyword, keyword, keywords, keyword actions, um, because they're just English words. But the, the difference between look and reveal is look, well, look, what do you do when you look in English? You, you take your eyes and you look at it. Uh, reveal, though, um, had a more gameplay, like, reveal meaning he had to show every other person in the game as game relevant. So that became a keyword action. Okay, a bunch of things got removed. First, banding got removed. So I've talked about this in my podcast on banding. It was just too complicated. There were just too many pieces to it. It worked different on attack than defense. It was just a, an ability that people did not understand. We removed it. Next, land home. We're like, what were we thinking? Why did we keyword this? It just didn't go in enough things to be worth the keyword. It wasn't that we could never, ever put that on a card, but we'd rather write it out than keyword it. It just wasn't worth the space of a keyword. You know, we only get so many keywords, and it was like, it's not something we use much. Next, uh, so protection and trample, I'll put a little asterisk there. It wasn't that they were moved from the game. They were moved from the core set. Uh, we didn't put protection or trample in the core set for a little while. We were trying to simplify the core set, make it easier to learn. For many, many years, the core set was our, or for most of the years of the core set, it was the route for, we wanted beginners to learn. And so we did a lot of things to make it simpler. And so one of the things we tried right here was removing protection and trample. Next, Barry went away. And the reason was we were just hosing regeneration for no reason. We're like, why do we do that? We're just adding extra words. Why can't you regenerate? That's the whole point of regenerate, so you can live through things. Um, so we, we stopped writing out, and we're like, if we're not going to write it out, why have the word Barry? So we retired Barry. The weird thing about Barry is I get letters all the time going, if we're going to bring Barry back, I'm like, we don't even use that phrase anymore. We don't destroy things without regenerating. We barely ever do that. So I'm not sure why people want us to keyword it when we don't even use that expression. Finally, cast went away. Uh, you no longer cast a spell. You played a spell. Um... Uh, they were trying to li- line up some of the things, and so they were trying to up sort of, you played a land, you played a spell, they were trying to line that all up, so cast went away. Don't, for cast lovers, do not fear. Cast will come back, but we'll get to it. Okay, 8th edition. 
a fear got added. So fear was another, it was a uh, keyword, I'm not keyword, it was an ability that showed up in alpha on the card fear. Uh, and basically what it said is, I'm scary. You cannot be blocked by black or artifact creatures. I'm sorry, you cannot be blocked except by black or artifact creatures. The idea is I'm super scary and, well, black things are used to scary things and artifacts, they don't have, I don't know, too many emotions anyway. So black and artifact creatures could block you, but nobody else could. Um, and nothing got removed in 8th edition. Okay, we get to ninth edition. Ninth edition added a whole bunch of stuff. First, we added Defender. So what happened was in Champions of Kamigawa, we decided to change um, Legend from a creature type for creatures to a super type. It, it was already a super type for non-creatures. So A, we lined it up, and B, we didn't like having um, uh, creature types that had baggage, had rules baggage, and Legend had rules baggage. So in making the super type, we lined it up with everything else, and we removed baggage. But there was one other creature type that had rules baggage, was Wall. Wall at the time meant it couldn't attack. So what we did is we made a keyword called Defender. Defender said you can't attack. Made sure that every wall had Defender. So we don't make walls that don't have Defender. Um, so every wall has Defender. So even in the old cards, you see wall, there's no Defender. You know as a blink statement, walls can't attack. Um, and so we didn't change the function of any of the walls. We just eroded them and then added Defender. But it allowed us to now put Defender on things that weren't walls. And it got, uh, it also meant the creature keywords carried no rules weight anymore. I mean, th- it was a marker of things cared about them, but it didn't mean, oh, like one of the problems would be things that would grant, uh, that would change um, card types, that when you could do legends or do wall, you could physically, like, you could keep things from attacking or kill things by giving a legend and stuff like that. And so we, we got rid of all that. Next, enchant. So another thing Ninth edition cleared up is for the longest time, um, an enchantment didn't say enchantment on his creature type line if it was a local enchantment. It would say enchant whatever was enchanting, enchant creature or whatever. Uh, and so what we did is we said, you know what, that's crazy. In- all card types should say what they are. Creature had the same problem. For a long time it was summon whatever. We eventually changed that to creature. Um, and so what we did is we said, okay, it's going to say enchantment. It, to be, if it's local, we'll say aura. If it's an aura, so it was enchantment aura, and then we made a new keyword essentially, which is enchant whatever, and we moved it from the card type line into the rules text box. So if you enchant creatures, not in the rules text, you say enchant creatures. It did. This is one of the few things where we this added some words, but it was important because we wanted people to understand um, to not get confused that enchant enchant locally auras that were enchantments, things that affected enchantments, enchantment things that affected enchantments affected them. They were enchantments. Next, equip. Um, so another thing that happened uh, prior to 9th edition was Mirrodin. So Chems Kamigawa ch- added Defender. Uh, Mirrodin added Equipment, which we brought into the core set. And so Equip became an evergreen keyword. So Equip is just how you get in- equipment onto a creature. Next, Protection and Trample. We said, you know what? We can have them in the core set. We'll just put them in higher rarities. We won't put them at low rarities. So... It won't be, hopefully it won't be the first thing a beginner sees, but eventually if they get enough cards, they'll eventually see it. You know, cards with higher rarities you don't see as often, so the chance of it being the first time something sees we thought was a lot less. Next, Vigilance. So Vigilance uh, goes all the way back to Alpha. Sarah Angel had Vigilance, but it was spelled out. Um, and finally, we're like, you know what? We use this all the time. We should just, we should just keyword it. Um, we were using it constantly, uh, and so we keyworded it. Next is attach. Uh, this is the one keyword action. Everything else we added was a keyword ability, but this was a keyword action. Attach was what auras and equipment do. Uh, we needed a verb to say, okay, it's not on a creature. 
I'm putting it on a creature. I am doing what to the creature? What am I doing? And we like the idea of having a similar word, so both um, equipment and auras are attached to the respective, usually, creatures. Um, you still equip equipment and you enchant enchantments, um, but you, um, when you talk about the act of it going on, it, it, it's attached. You attach it. And 9th edition removed no keywords. No keyword actions or abilities. Okay, so now we go to 10th edition. So 10th edition added four keywords. Uh, first, it added Flash. This got added in during um, uh, Time Spiral because we had a time theme. My goal, by the way, during Time Spiral was to... I was trying to make Instant a super type, uh, and I did not have a lot of success. Uh, I, was trying, I, I really tried to say, okay, let's, let's just be radical. Let's move Instant. Sorceries will become Instant Sorceries. But I, I was just a little too late. There's a little too much... Ba- it was too much... Too many cards that would say things that didn't quite mean what they said, but yet worked in the rules, uh, so we didn't change it. But what we did instead was we created a keyword. Uh, this keyword can go on any permanent type. So you can put flash onto uh, enchantments, onto... Well, I guess you can't put them on land, but you can put them on any other... Any non-land permanent. The reason you can't put flash on land is you are not allowed to play land on your opponent's turn, and... I guess you could put Flash on land, but it wouldn't allow you to play it during your opponent's turn. And we believe that's so non-intuitive that we decided not to put Flash on lands. Um, maybe there's another reason not to put Flash on lands. That's the big one I know. But you can put on creatures, on enchantments, on artifacts. Um, we don't have the space to put it on, on Planeswalkers, but in theory, you can go on Planeswalkers if there's rules text place to put it. Um, okay, next. Lifelink. Okay, so the next three... I add, there were four keywords added uh, in Future Sight on in Future Shifted Cards because we knew there were keywords we wanted to add. So I decided to do them, put them as Future Shifted Cards, and then, ha-ha, soon one day you would see these keywords, and, and then they would show up. Um, so the, the, and three of the four show up in 10th edition. One doesn't show up till the next card. So I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. Okay, first up is Lifelink. So Lifelink first showed up... Oh, Flash, by the way, I forgot about this. Flash first showed up, I think, in... Blah, 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 Alliances is my guess on Ben Lashiro. Um It's possible it's earlier than that. Uh, it wasn't an alpha, but there. Were, it, the first card that did I think was in white. Was a knight that just popped into play. I think that was Alliances, like Ben Lashiro knight or something. Um, but anyway, it was an ability we started using more and more, uh, especially as we started doing more into the battlefield effect. There's certain end of the battlefield that you needed to do because essentially they're instant, so you would put them on with with, uh, with Flash. Okay, Lifelink, the f- earliest version of Lifelink. Um, well, there's a card called El Hajjaj that was in Arabian Nights, the first expansion, that was probably the closest thing we have to Lifelink. Um, although the thing that really put it on the map, ironically, was not that card, even though it, it essentially is Lifelink, was there was a card in Legends called Spirit Link, which was an aura, which granted this ability uh, similar. The only difference between this and... The difference between Spirit Link and Lifelink is Spirit Link, if you equipped a creature, you, the person who owned the enchantment, would gain... The, the life. So if I put it on my creature, it worked very much like lifelink. I put it on my opponent's creature, it essentially negated their damage. They do damage, I'd gain life. I, I, essentially, I would equal out so I wouldn't die. Um, I would gain life at the same time they're doing damage so I, and wouldn't take damage. That's why, by the way, lifelink is not called spirit link because spirit link and lifelink are slightly different. That's why the card spirit link doesn't have lifelink on it. It's slightly different. Okay, next is reach. Reach is uh, the ability to block flyers. Um, this also goes back to Alpha. Giant Spider was an Alpha. 
Um, this is an ability. The reason we keyworded this, interestingly enough, was a we used it. We used it a decent amount, but b um, the rules team was trying to figure out how to write reminder text for flying. And what they realized was if the ability to block flyers, um, you know, was was written, had a keyword, it allowed them to much simpler to say this creature may only be blocked by flying creatures. With creatures with flying and reach, without it, you can only block a creature with flying or creatures that are able to block flying. It's just very awkward, because then you're like, I don't get it. What other creatures? Like you didn't realize necessarily that there was reach creatures, and so it's like, but aren't flyers the one that can block flying? It's just confusing. But when you say, oh, can only block a creature with flying and reach, it's very clean. So in future sight, three of the keywords got it added because I wanted them for design reasons. Reach got added more for um, rules rules reasons. Okay, the final one was Shroud. So Shroud was also introduced in um, Future Sight on a Future Shift card. So Shroud means no, this creature cannot be targeted by anybody. Not by you, not by your opponent, not by anybody. Um, the problem we have with Shroud, and by the way, when I first uh, submitted Shroud, I really, really wanted Shroud to be called untargetable. My thought process was people already had to learn the word target, um, which, by the way, is not a keyword action because it is... Um, uh, an adjective. It's target creature. So I'm not sure what it is, but it's not. There's a bunch of words that get used, like dies and things that are not keyword abilities and not keyword actions. They are vocabulary, but I was just doing evergreen stuff, evergreen keywords and actions. So anyway, there are some things like target that exist. Anyway, I wanted to call a shroud untargetable because I thought it was, in, it wasn't, you, you didn't have to learn a new vocabulary word. You already had to know the word target. And untargetable means, well, I guess I can't target it. Uh, I lost that fight, and so it didn't end up calling untargetable. Um, it got called Shroud, which I think might have hurt matters a little bit, because one of Shroud's problems was people kept acting as if it were hexproof. We'll get to that in a second, but um, anyway, Shroud. So Flash, Lifelink, Reach, and Shroud got added, which gets us to Magic 2010. Okay, uh, Death Touch got added. Um, this is the fourth one from Future Sight. Death Touch, um, it kind of goes back to Alpha, Alpha had Cockatrice and uh, Thicket Basilisk, which are not 100% Death Touch, but are very, very similar. Um, they both had riders on them, so they couldn't affect walls. Um, but essentially, they did what Death Touch is, is. They damage something, and they destroy it. Um, there were a lot of different versions. One of the reasons I really wanted to make Death Touch into a keyboard ability is we kept doing things like it, but kept doing them differently. Like, this one damages and kills it. This one, if not block, kills it. Or this one, if block, kills it. This one, you know, it just was lots of different ways it would work. And so by keywording, we lined them all up. Um, and one of the things about making things with keywords is just use it more. And so I like the ability. I think that is fun. It does some cool work. So anyway, it got in. Next, uh, in Magic 20, Magic 2010 was another rules update. Not as big as 6th edition, but significant. It uh, damage got removed from the stack. 6th um, edition put damage on the stack. Uh, 2010 took damage off the stack. Um, it added the like words battlefield and exile. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead of myself. We'll get to exile in a second. Um, anyway, uh, it brought two things. So anyway, it did exile. So exile, it, exile used to say remove from the game, and the problem was things that you remove from the game. Sometimes they're in hiatus; they were going to come back. You know, remove from the game when things will come back to the game is, is a misnomer. That's not removed from the game. It's still relevant in the game. Uh, so we changed to exile, which was a little clear what it did. It was one word instead of three. Um, or sorry, roof of the game instead of four. Um, and it was just cleaner example to do that. Um, cast, 
had gotten, we had removed cast during six edition rules. Uh, we, what we're finding is having play meaning tuning things was causing problems. And so we brought cast back. You cast spells. You don't play spells, you cast spells. You can't, you, you play lands and you cast spells. If you do something that allows you to do either, you say play. So play can reference casting, but only in the larger context when you're talking about everything. If you're just talking about spells, you cast spells. And then the one thing removed from Edge 2010 was fear. Um, its replacement, ironically, didn't show up yet. It would be coming up uh, soon. Um, um, but it didn't show up for a little bit. I'm not sure, I, I'm not quite sure why it took... Uh, it shows up in 2014. I'm sure why it took four years before it shows up. But anyway, fear went away. The problem with fear was we were trying to... We like having use of our keywords in more than just one color. Fear was really locked in black. It didn't make any sense for other colors to not be black except by black and artifact creatures. So we removed fear knowing we were going to replace it. And we'll get to that in a second. Magic 2012. We added hexproof. We removed shroud. Um, so the people... So I, there are people out there who really do not like hexproof. Interestingly, there are people that really do like Hexproof. Just the more enfranchised players, I think, are a little more grumbly about Hexproof. Um, what we find is people who are, who are a little less enfranchised, who are a little, or not enfranchised, a little less experienced, really, really like Hexproof because it's very sad for them when you kill their creatures. It's like, you can't kill my creature. I get to have my creature. You must fight my creature. Um, and both Shroud and Hexproof, the, the whole idea behind them was just you have to deal with them with creatures and not with spells was the idea. Um, but anyway, what happened was enough people were playing Shroud as if it were Hexproof. We said, okay, and people just don't seem to think you're... That the idea that you would hose yourself with Shroud, that you would make something that couldn't, you couldn't target your own things. Um, so anyway, we um, moved to Hexproof, took out Shroud. We made some mistakes with Hexproof early on. Um, we put it on some cards like Invisible Stalker from Innistrad that were not fun. We learned that combining... Um, Putting it on uh, things that combined with invasion was very frustrating because the whole idea of hexproof is well, you gotta block it with your creatures, and if you can't, then what do I do? I can't block it, I can't hit it. So um, we've definitely been a little careful how we use hexproof. Okay, Magic 2014. Uh, so this one's a weird one. Uh, it's the first core set to have Double Strike. Double Strike actually got introduced um, back in Legions, I believe. Um, it was a mechanic that was suggested for the very first You Make the Card for Mr. Baby Cakes, uh, Forgotten Ancient. Uh, but the problem was, the person who suggested it was green. Green's not a first strike color, so it definitely is a double strike color. But we loved the idea so much that we then took it and we used it in the next set we had access to, which I think was Legions. Uh, and so Legions has double strike. And it's an ability we've been using ever since. Um, this just happened to be the first core set that uses it, so I introduced it here. Indestructible! So Indestructible first showed up in Darksteel, uh, and originally it was just a word, like in English. Uh, but people kept thinking that it was a keyword, and there were some subtle differences between being a keyword and not, so we finally just made it a keyword, because everybody assumed it was a keyword. Next, intimidate. So this was the replacement for fear. The idea was, it was pretty much fear, except it was fear that was specific for color. So if you went on... Whatever color you were on, you could only be blocked by things of your color or artifact creatures. In retrospect, by the way, we should have made it colorless creatures because people got really confused by colorless things that weren't artifact creatures, and they got confused by artifact creatures that were colored. Um, so we should have, in retrospect, said uh, you can only be blocked by things of your color and colorless creatures. Anyway. Um, fight is the one keyword action added in 2014. So fight 
uh, was an action that said, my creature and your creature kind of get into combat. It's not technically combat, but I do damage to them equal to my power. They do damage to me equal to their power. And then if we have damage, you know, we get killed. Um, interestingly, certain keywords work in fight, certain keywords don't work in fight. That's caused a little bit of confusion. Um, like something like lifelink does count, but first strike doesn't. So, okay. And fight, by the way, first got introduced, I believe, in in Astrad, I think, is where it first got introduced. Um, okay. And finally, we get to Magic Origins. This was the big news of the whole article. In fact, the funny thing is, um, we had we had sample decks that were going to be released, and we wanted to let the audience know there's changes in the keywords before. We wanted us to tell them before it became public through another means. And so, in fact, the reason to write this article is to explain what I'm just about to explain. Okay, so, um, three things came in. Menace, Prowess, and Scry. First two were abilities, third one's an action. And three things left. Intimidate, Landwalk, and Protection. Um, so, so some of these get tied together. So, first of all, Intimidate. The problem we had with Intimidate was it didn't work well in sets that had a strong colorless theme, like when artifacts mattered, for example. It confused people. That when you put on an artifact, people kind of got confused how it worked. When it had uh, a lot of colors, it was confusing. Or not confusing, it was just really weak. If I have a three-colored creature and I put Intimidate on it, well, what can't block it? Especially in a you know, set with lots of multicolor cards. So we kept not using Intimidate. And, and development didn't like it because it had this weird thing where the variance between how good it was was could be useless to be crazy good. And they didn't like that much of a swing in the keywords. So we wanted to get rid of Intimidate. We were looking to find a, a different kind of evasion thing, but something that wasn't, it wasn't like on or off. It was like amazing or bad. It was just any deck. It would, it would make sense in any deck. And the Goblin Wardrums, the ability for showed up in the dark, is something that we use from time to time. And we realized, you know what? Maybe we can use this a little bit more. It's actually a pretty cool ability. Um, we want to use it mostly in black and red. It makes sense there. Uh, it has the same flavor that Fear and Intimidate do. It's just like, oh, wow, you're so, you're so scary. I, I'm not going to block you alone. I better go get a buddy. Um, and so we added Menace. Um, in fact, we were originally going to add Menace in Dragons. In fact, there's four of them in Dragons. But we realized it was cleaner to have the corset where we introduced terms. And so we saved it and we just wrote them out in Dragons of Dark Hero. I think there were four of them. Okay, next. Landwalk had the same problem Intimidate did. The variance is just too high. It's, it's either like, um, I'm useless, or wow, you, you have trouble dealing with me. And so, um, both Intimidate and Landwalk development had been unhappy with. They've been using less and less. And so we're like, okay, let's just, let's just get rid of them as evergreen keywords. Um, prowess got added because... Uh, We've been looking for another ability for blue. One of blue's problems is most of its keyword abilities are all about, you can't block me. I have flying, and I have island walk, and I have unblockability, and not technically keyword. Um, so one of the, and, and uh, we added flash at one proof, and it had flash and hex proof, but none of them are really relevant in combat, and we wanted blue to have a, a keyword that can mean something in combat. Um, and we looked, and we looked, and we looked, and we looked. Meanwhile, by the way, blue also had no overlap with red. And when we do things like hybrid stuff, it was a little problematic. So, anyway, we ended up making this mechanic for Kantatarkir, which was in blue and red and white. And at some point, we're all like, this is a really fun mechanic. It's really interesting. It's got a lot of depth. You can do a lot of cards with it. And it's kind of neat because it relies on nine creature spells. It's something that blue and red have the least number of creature spells. And we're like, oh, wow, we could just make this evergreen and put it in blue and second and, you know, primary blue, secondary red and... Wow, that solves all our problems that we've been trying to solve for years and years and years. 
The funny story about this is, I'm very honest on my blog talking about things we're looking for. You know, I, I've been talking for years about how we're looking for a, a creature keyword for blue. And I, I mentioned a long time ago that certain color combinations don't have an overlap. And so one of the things on blogs that they've been looking for all the time was, oh, is there a creature combat related keyword that blue could have, that red could have? And wow, two birds, one stone. So when Prowse came along, people were like, wait a minute. And, and obviously we had seen the solution earlier. Um, it's the same thing we saw, all of you saw. And so you were really, really excited to tell me on my blog that you solved the problem. This was the solution. But I couldn't talk about it. I knew we had done it, you know. And so ever since Khan, people were like, we've done it. We've solved the problem. And I'm like, yeah, I know that. It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. Um, so anyway, it's funny. A lot of people. So a lot of you figured out the same thing we figured out. And I, I think it was pretty clear. And a good sign there was the right thing to do. That so many people, obviously, were able to look and figure it out. Okay, finally... Um, well, okay, we got protection, protection leaving Scry coming. Uh, let me talk about protection leaving first. So protection, it's not completely gone. It's moved to what I call a deciduous, which is my term for any set is allowed to have it. It's not restricted to sets, but we don't use it a lot. Hybrid is a good example. Minus one, minus one counter is another example. There are things that we like, we use every once in a while. Actually, minus one, minus one counter, I guess. Is quirky that when you use minus one counters, you can't use plus one plus one counters. So there's a little extra baggage to that one. But like hybrid is a good example of anything that needs hybrid can have hybrid. Doesn't have to be a special hybrid set, but we don't. Hybrid isn't in every set. Um, Protection is going to go to that route when we really need it. It's something that we're going to use if we really need it. But it is confusing. Protection actually is four different abilities. Um, it's a lot like banding in that most people don't completely get all the abilities how it works, and it's very confusing when you teach people. So um, originally, we were going to remove it completely, and then we said, well, okay, we won't completely remove it. We might, it does something very special that maybe occasionally we might need. Okay, we'll make it something that on rare occasion we will use. Um, so it's not, it's no longer evergreen, but it is, is, it is now in the gray deciduous area. Okay, finally, we added scry, the one keyword action we added. So one of the things we're always trying to do is have what we call card flow, is make sure that you have access to the cards, that you're, you're getting to see different cards. The reason card flow is important is we do a lot of neat things in Magic where you want cards to interact. And in order to make that happen, you have to make sure there's some flow to what's going on. And so normally we try to sort of put a, a mechanic in the set that has some card flow to it. But the problem is there's just not that many really strong, nice, elegant card flow mechanics. And we eventually said, you know what, why don't we just take one of them and make it evergreen so that just we have access to it, that we don't have to always find and add a card flow mechanic, that we just have this thing we can use when we need it. Um, and Scry was the go-to. We kept adding Scry. Like, Scry, I think, got added to three or four sets. It just kept getting added. We're like, oh, we need, a, we need a card flow mechanic. We're not something elegant. Like Theros. Theros in design, we didn't have it. Development got like, oh, you know, Theros has all these neat interactions, but they're not quite happening. We need some more card flow. Uh, what can we do? Well, Greeks preordained everything and had omens and okay scry seems like it fits and we added scry um and you know scry just kept getting added because it just does did such good things and so the idea was okay why why keep beating around the bush and always have to reinvent the wheel wow it's flavorful it's cool it works well people like it it, it does everything we need to do let's just make it evergreen so we made scry evergreen and that, my faithful listeners, is all the different keywords we've, or evergreen keyword abilities and actions we've subtracted and added. Um, oh, the one caveat that I also didn't mention, I had missed Rampage in my original article. Um, the other thing I missed 
is cumulative upkeep was never in the core set, but we did for a while treat cumulative upkeep like an everyday mechanic, meaning it was in some basic set. So that's another thing you could count as for a short period of time was an evergreen mechanic. Cube of upkeep was you must pay this thing on the first turn and then pay it again, but you pay, like, just say it's cube of upkeep, black mana. On the first turn, you play one black mana. Second turn, you play two black mana. Then you play three black mana. It kept going up. And so the idea was you'd put on something that you didn't want to stick around forever. Eventually, you wouldn't be able to upkeep it. Um, the card Stasis, which was an alpha, didn't technically have it, but kind of default because it didn't let things untap had it. Um, and then there was a card in um, uh, Arabian Nights that uh, essentially was Cube of Upkeep. I'm blinking on the name, but essentially was Cube of Upkeep. And then uh, it was actually a named thing in Ice Age. Okay, um, that, my friends, is all there is to say, I think, about keywords. All there is to say today, at least I am parked. Uh, and now that I'm in my parking space, we all know what that means. It means this is the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. Thanks for joining me today, guys.